Welcome to the Class of the Little Sass podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Millspaw, best-selling author and award-winning motivational speaker with over 20 years in the personal development industry. I believe that the more you know, the more you grow. With each podcast episode, I will educate and empower you, girlfriend to girlfriend style, on how to create a happy life from motherhood guidance, career and business advice, to feeling confident in your relationships and everything in between. This is Real Talk Radio. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hey, my people, how are you today? I cannot wait to talk about today's episode. In fact, I wasn't going to record it today, but it's burning a hole in me. I don't know if you've got a blog that you write, or maybe you have some type of outlet similar to what I have with a podcast. And once you get an idea in your head and you start seeing all these examples all around you, it just burns a hole in you. You've got to get it out right now. So I am having my Saturday morning coffee with you today. And today's episode is called Permission to Have Your Own Dreams. Capitalize all the letters in the word own. That's a capital O-W-N. Got it, girls? This is your own dreams. <laughs> so let's just dive right in. First and foremost, if you're a mom, you feel like you have to put your dreams on a shelf. If you're a girlfriend, you feel like you have to put your dreams on a shelf. If you're a wife, a daughter, I mean, it just, when does it start and where does it end is what I want to know. At what point did I just put all of those far away and never give myself permission to dream. You know, like, so let's step one. Girls, I want to give yourself permission to dream. Be a dreamer in the first place. That's where it starts. Is that fun imagination of yours. And, you know, we're going to go into some deep content today. There's going to be some authentic sharing as usual per, from me and my life. And so you can just kind of see yourself in that picture and relate. You know, that's what we're here for is to relate with each other so that you don't feel alone with your situations in life and how you can solve your own problems. We're here together. It's a tribe. Okay. So let's just dive right in. Once upon a time, Carrie was a little girl and she loved to teach all the time, play school, all the fun things. We had a chalkboard in our room and I had a, I have a little sister that's four years younger than me and she was the best student. You know, it was just <laughs> poor girl didn't have a choice. <laughs> like here, sit here along with like five stuffed animals and you're my classroom and I'm going to mimic my favorite teacher, whoever that was at the time. I'm even going to pretend to, you know, like have a cup of coffee in my hand, which ironically I have right now and draw on the chalkboard and give you homework and check your stuff. And I loved that chalkboard in our bedroom. I wonder if we have any lung issues from all the chalk dust um, back in, you know, the 80s. So that, of course, my mom would naturally go, Carrie's just going to be a teacher someday. She just loves this so much. She idolizes her teachers. She's always teacher's pet. And partially mom was right. But was that mom's dream for me? You know, yes, I love to teach. Yes, I love to inspire, speak, all the things, write books, all the good things. But I never saw myself in an actual classroom in a public school system. I couldn't get my head there. I kind of rode along with that dream until high school and I saw how poorly the teachers were treated by those bratty teenagers. And I just immediately 
no, I don't think so. Dismiss that from your mind quickly. But it's so easy to get caught up in other people's dreams, right? For your life, whatever that looks like. <clears throat> At 18 years old, I, I don't I want to say I was 17 still. Yeah. 17. It was winter-ish. Now that I think about it, it was cold. I'm trying to remember the weather in Michigan at the time. And this is when I lived in the lower half of Michigan. I was going to audition to be a spokesperson. In my mind, it's a spokesperson, spokesmodel for Ford Motor Company in their Detroit auto show. And that's all I had in my head. I'm going to go audition. I don't know what I'm doing. Never done this before. I know I like to talk. I know I want to sound smart. Again, I'm 17. And everyone tells me I have that speaking voice. Um, I still hear that to this day. <laughs> Just at the dermatologist's office the, the last this past week. So you're like, what do I do with this? I'm 17. And yes, I'm cute. You know, so you got the cute plus the the speaking ability, and you find yourself jumping into <clears throat> what everybody else wants for you. Now, as I'm doing this audition and I'm, I walk into this small cramped office and I don't even know if I would call it an office. It was just in, you know, the outskirts of Detroit. I want to say Pontiac. I don't even remember. And I'm seeing all these pretty girls that are so much older than me, way more experienced. I'm sure we're all given a script I do the script. I can tell I'm flopping in front of a camera. I've never done this before. I didn't even coach myself or find a way to do this. I'm there with my mother and my boyfriend. And they sit me down later. And I can't remember if it was after or during. And start pitching to me how much they want me in the upcoming pageant. That's that following summer. I'll be 18 at that time. And I'm flattered, but I'm like, that's not what I signed up for. I came to look about, you know, like look into being the spokesperson and I have a boyfriend that's a car fanatic. So naturally I get pulled into the auto show arena as an option. Pageant wasn't on my brain. Yeah. I've seen a million of them on TV. What little girl hadn't? It looks so simple and easy. So I agree to it partially out of flattery, but also because it looks good. And then maybe, you know, we'll explore the spokesmodel opportunity that you want to, you know, venture down. And this was the icing on the cake for me. They were going to give away a broadcasting scholarship. And who doesn't want to go to the school of broadcasting, right? If that's what you wanted to do anyway, I had a an interest in journalism and speaking. I just didn't know what that looked like. Again, I'm 17. I'm a baby. What do I know? But I was exploring it. But you see how sometimes you go in with an intention and then someone steers you somewhere else. And if it matches your dream, yay, cool, awesome. This is God just allowing things to happen and doors to open and supporting my dream. But do you ever find yourself like, wait a minute, I didn't sign up for this. This is not what I asked for. <laughs> Time out. Whoa, stop the play. I didn't ask for this. How did I get here? Like that happens a lot, especially at my age. I got a birthday coming up next month in March. I'm thinking, 
okay, what part of my life was my choice and what part of it was by default? Because a lot of times, if you're not super clear with your intention, you will live by default. The universe, God, people around you will just steer you into an area. You're like, wait, this isn't what I asked for because you're not certain. You've got to have that power of intention and that clarity. I'm going to really help you change your dreams to goals in a little bit here. I'm going to shift some, some tangible tools to use. So this happened again. I get married and my ex-husband's like, I want rental properties. I want this. I want that. I might, my uncle does this. He's super successful. I think this is what I want to do. Great. Support you. High five. You do that. You go be you. Total cheerleader wife. Next thing you know, I'm on a scaffolding, painting the top of a garage and fixing up a property that I don't even want to step near. You know, if you've seen the move, the show Flip or Flop, I can relate to Christina walking into these homes that are just disgusting. You want to run away and burn your clothes and take the hottest shower ever for five hours. That's the kind of properties he used to drag me through too. So I was like, this isn't my dream. Why? Wait, time out. You know, like there's a part of you who's like, I've got, I'm climbing in a closet, fixing things and I've got cobwebs in my hair and I'm pretty sure there's a dead rat and I'm, I'm painting stuff and, and let's just be honest, girls, that was, that wasn't Carrie's dream. That was my ex-husband's dream. We flipped houses. We rented out houses. Some of them were even partially burned. We had to renovate that. This was serious stuff. This wasn't just a simple renovation. Some of these were hazmat situations. I didn't ask for that. I didn't sign up for this. And, you know, obviously I was married for 12 years and there was a lot of that 12 years that I wanted to hit the pause button and go, wait, I'm, I'm still not living Carrie's dream. When do we get to get to mine? I mean, my dream was always to move back home closer to my sister, closer to my family, to my hometown. I've just always wanted that. I'll just be raw and honest. I think a lot of it is because I moved away at such a young age against my will. And part of it is too, it's not just that. I enjoy going back there every single time I'm there. My smile is bigger. My heart is wider and broader and my soul is happier. I'm just, I feel whole again. Yes, even in the winter time. So (laughs) as long as I have an escape plan in the winter, I'm good to go. But I felt like my dreams kept getting put on hold, right? Do you have that same feeling? Now, this is the part that I really woke up, and this is when I started to shift. In 2013, I joined a coaching course. It was a group coaching course to learn how to build my business online. I had always done a wellness consulting since my daughter was a baby in 2005. So I'd always had clients of some sort building a business, doing that, even As a stay-at-home mom for four years, I had the side hustle. I couldn't just do mommy only. You know, I'm a career junkie. You guys know this. So I joined the, the coaching industry to some extent, jump in, all in, build my online business. And I'm hearing, you know, the voices of maybe 50 other females that are in this group coaching course, along with other courses that I've taken since then. I'm noticing that my dreams don't match theirs, but the assumption that Miss Carrie should be also wanting the same things in this group 
was made. And it hurt. It, it started to feel like, wait, again, that same old, this isn't my dream. I didn't want to be in a pageant. I don't want to have rental properties. I don't want to be a teacher. That same familiar feeling showed up. These are not my dreams. I don't really need a giant following. I don't want to do a TED talk. That was never on my bucket list, but everybody else wanted it. So I felt like something was wrong with me because I didn't see that as something yummy. I was like, the energy, mm, don't really care. I mean, if it's, it's a hell yes, guys, if you get goosebumps thinking about it, if it feels like a drain, it's a hell no, you've got to say no, that's not your dream. If it feels heavy, yucky, I don't want to do this. And it's not just a comfort zone thing. It's a feeling of, am I going to be happier after I accomplish this? Or am I going to feel like, was that even worth it? Like that heavy, ugh in your body. That's not your dream then. It needs to be light. It needs to feel like, oh, yes, this is it. I can't wait to do this. I want to do more of that. That's your dream. That feeling in your body. It's light. It gives you energy. It's exciting. It's got to be the goosebumps, guys. Okay. So in this coaching world, I started to match that. And I had clients that had dreams of TED Talks. High five. I'll do whatever it takes for the client to get what they want, right? That's what I do. That's what I did. Promote, promote, promote everybody else's dreams. Did that for a long time. So I started to see that I, my dream was, yes, I want to write a book, but not because I want to be some bestseller or have this accolade next to my name or title. I want to get it out there because it's a legacy thing. My baby girl will read it. Her children will read it. It's going to outlive me. You know, that beauty of doing the work once getting paid on it forever too mindset. And again, the legacy thing. Did I mention that? That's cool. Stuff stays online forever. It's in print. You can have access to it. Digital copies. Same as this podcast. That was more the motivation, not, oh, I get to be famous or I have this, my name in lights. I don't care about that part unless it's going to bring you in like a hook so that you get the help you need. That's all I care about, that you get what you need at the end of the day. I have to help people. It's in my DNA. So again, in this cookie cutter coaching programs and multiple ones after that, I didn't, you know, just hearing, I want this giant empire of a business. And all I heard was, that's going to take all my time, energy, my health. It's going to drain me. I will be pulled in so many directions. I won't even have time to travel. Spend time with my daughter, family, loved ones. When will I get some me time in there? You know, so it was like the opposite. It repelled me away. Like, I don't want that. That sounds like I won't have any free time. And free time is Carrie's favorite time, (laughs) right? If you're a freedom girl like me, I love that. That's my favorite word on the planet. It's freedom. So be okay with that. Your dreams get to be yours. You don't have to, if someone looks at you funny because you say, oh, I've always wanted to go to Paris and go to the Eiffel Tower and I want a girlfriend's trip there and someone looks at you funny, like, oh, why would you want to go there? Do you even know French? I mean, that's, that's not the person, number one, you should probably share your dreams with. Two, it's your dream. No one else's. If you have a vision of your life and how it needs to go, I want to remind you, your vision was given to you by God for a reason and not anyone else. So naturally, they're not going to understand it or you. It's not their vision. 
If it was their vision, God would have given it to them. I'm sure you've heard this a million times from so many motivational speakers, but I want to remind you gently that this is your vision. Own it, cherish it, keep it safe. It's sacred, guys. It's sacred. So how can we turn around not sharing our dreams with everyone on the planet, right? Because that's really step one. Don't share your dream with every single person that will listen. Be careful with who that audience gets to be. Limit it to just maybe your spouse. Limit it. And even that's a question, guys. Depends on your spouse. If they're the jealous type or want to minimize who you are or afraid you're going to leave them and get better or grow or whatever, maybe that's not the person to set, you know, sit down with and talk about your dreams. And I hate to say that out loud, but depends on who your spouse is. Depends on who your partner of choice is. Supportive people only. Tell, you know, maybe your business mentor, if it's a business, maybe telling your psychiatrist or a therapist or your coach, life coach, if you have that support in your arena, that's who you share that with. Someone that has your best interest at heart. And of course, if you have a lawyer, CPA, financial advisor, because you're jumping all into something with money attached to it or, or a legal contract. Those are your people that you set, come, you know, bring them into your business, bring them into your dreams. If they're paid support, paid legal help and so on, set your healthy boundaries. And you know, use that voice of yours. I got to remind you often, girl, use your voice. It's okay. Stand in it, stand in your own foundation and don't just use your voice in that week. Like, but I don't want to have those dreams. Don't be that girl. Go look, my dream is this. This is my game plan. This is what I'm doing. And this is where I'm going and be firm, be confident, stand in your power. I want this. This is where we're going. I've always wanted this since I was five years old. This isn't just a dream anymore. It's a goal because people will take you more seriously. If your dream has a game plan, if you're that airy fairy Pollyanna attitude. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. The starry eyed girl. That's like one day I dreaming to be an actress and I'm going to get a, you know, an Oscar and I'm going to act in a movie with Sandra Bullock and you know, like whatever that looks like. <clears throat> and you've never even taken an acting class, much less any kind of lessons or even have a game plan. People probably won't take you seriously. Let's just be real, right? So <clears throat> kind of go into it with that mindset. You can have that dream in your heart because sister, that's where it starts. It has to take shape in your heart, not just your mind, but in your heart. You can feel it like this is, this is supposed to happen. And then be really sacred with who you share it with. That's step one. I used to date, a, I had a boyfriend for a while that when I would share a dream, I want a lake house. He would say, okay, when? And I used to get so annoyed because I was such a dreamy girl then. Oh my gosh. This was way before I started my business. Such a dream, dreamy little fairy girl. List, I'm going to have this. I'm going to make a vision board. I love it. I'm going to write down my goals, but no game plan because then it's still just a dream, right? That's the difference between dreams and goals. Dreams are something you create in your mind that can take any shape or form, which I highly suggest dream big. Dream as big as you want to. Unleash it, no limits. 
But goals are based on taking action. So when he would say, okay, show me when, when, when's this going to happen? And it worked because there was a time when I said, I always wanted to own a dirt bike. Okay, when? Let's go look for one. And lo and behold, I bought one, fixed it up, turned it into a chick bike, had little hot pink stickers on her. It was a dual sport, a KLX 250, a Kawasaki. Had it for a couple years, learned to ride, took motorcycle lessons before I even bought it. So he did push me. It was a bucket list item. I got to check it off because he pushed me, even though I didn't like his pushing because it was annoying, you know, and he was used to like talk is cheap. Show me. It was good for me. Turned me into who I am today. It was an assistance. (laughs) I would say I wouldn't give him all the credit, (laughs) but it did help me move forward. Stop talking about it. Start being about it. Does that make sense? Stop talking about it. Start being about it. You know, I've got siblings that have dreams. I support them. Sometimes as a family, we can be very limiting in our belief system and can push you backwards with our judgy ways. Come from a very judgmental family. I have those genes too, where I will start to pick apart the dream and go, well, how are you going to pay for that? How's that going to happen? What are you thinking? Maybe I need to be a reality check because I'm your sister. I should be a reality check over here. My dad always thought he needed to be mine. You know you're not going to succeed at that, right? Oh, thanks, Dad. Thanks for being that bucket of cold water over my head. That's what it feels like when someone comes and wants to shatter your dreams or give you a reality check. They think in some ways with love and support that they're somehow sheltering you or protecting you from getting too big of a dream and then you'll be twice as disappointed when it doesn't happen. So let's just shatter the dream right up front so that she's not more sad later. And I know it comes from a place of love, but maybe your family's like that too, or, you know, a spouse or friends. There's also that crab method. You hear about the crabs in a bucket or a a pail or whatever that looks like, where one crab tries to start to climb out, the others pull them back down. Like, no, 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 you don't get to be free. Uh Uh-uh. The rest of us aren't free, so why do you get to be free? So be really careful and mindful of those type of people that are in your life that might be just wanting to pull you back because it's safer. Don't get too big. You might leave me. And that's really the truth is they're afraid you're going to leave them. You'll abandon me. If you get famous, you're going to not be available for me. If you have this dream of, you know, being a fitness model or whatever that looks like, or, or getting really healthy and fit, you're going to leave me. You're going to get, you're going to feel better than me and leave. It's an insecurity thing. If this shows up in your life and it's an intimate relationship, reassure that person that this is for me to feel better about me. It doesn't mean I'm going away or, or looking for better. This is just for me to love me more to honor myself, honor the body, the life God gave me and make something of it. Let me dream big. Let me go big. Let me go all in. If that person truly loves you, they will let you just let you be free. If they do not want you to be free, that person doesn't get to be in your life. I say that with love. I've had my own shackles. I've had to break them off. Anyone that looks like they're coming at me with more shackles, instant repellent to me. I'm like, nope, 
I've got things to do in this life. I've got a life that I want to honor God with. That's so important to me. And if anyone wants to come and just, you know, just extinguish it, put out that light, they can't be in my life. And I've done it before. I've shown many, many people the exit door. So I want to give you permission to be that clear on your dream where it has to happen. Your days are numbered here. It's important. Give yourself permission to dream big, girls. Big permission, not just a little bit. I want you to live your best life, leave a legacy, and turn those dreams into goals. So we're going to go a little deep now. And you might want to get out a pen and paper and take notes. I give yourself permission to do that. If you're driving, walking, doing what you do when you listen to podcasts like I do, I'm such a multitasker. Maybe you're making dinner, you know, or putting the dishes away. All the things that I do. <laughs> it's all good. You can either pause it or, or come back to this. But I want to go a little deeper so you can make that dream into a goal. Because that's important to me. So sisters, are you ready? Turn those dreams into goals. I think first you got to know the difference. While dreams and goals may be often confused with one another, there are several differences. Just waiting for your dreams to come true on their own won't happen. You know this. Even though dreaming can be fun, and I highly recommend doing it from a hammock on a beach somewhere, staring up at the fluffy clouds, like isn't that fun? Or sleeping in on a Saturday morning like I did today and just kind of laying there and filling my heart with gratitude and so on. But if that's all you do, you'll be waiting a lifetime without that one key puzzle piece that will help you make your dreams a reality. So what is a dream? A dream can be described as a series of images, thoughts, desires, emotions that pass through your mind. And it feels good to dream, right? It's a wonderful thing you can create in your imagination, most often related to your future. It's something you wish and hope to achieve someday, but it's more aspirational rather than tangible. You might dream of being your own boss or traveling the world, going on Instagram where the adventures, all those things that we see on social media. It's like, oh, I want to go there someday. Oh, I love that. I so want to be there. Dreams can light you up, make your heart feel so good. They get you excited for the future or start to drift off into you know, this far off land of exciting circumstances, they allow you to make what seems impossible possible because you're in that picture, right? When you're flipping through social media and you're seeing those beautiful videos, like, oh, I want to be on that train going through the Swiss mountains, right? (laughs) The Swiss Alps. That looks so gorgeous. I want to do that one day. Or this cruise through Alaska or whatever that is that you're coming across. Now a goal And again, let's just pause for a second. Dreaming is great for your mindset, your mental game. If you're having a bad day, sometimes that's what gets you out of it, right? That depression or that sadness is dreaming for the future. I never want to take away your hope. Hopes and dreams are good, good for the soul, but you're worthy of making it into a goal because you get to have whatever you want. The only person stopping you is you. Okay. So what is a goal? A goal is something tangible and concrete. There are plans to that you intend to achieve. They can be long-term, short-term, whatever that looks like. Game plan. Ooh, putting this into paper. My dreamy past self would fight this part. Oh, I have to work for it? It's not going to just land on my lap? 
that entitlement stage of life. <clears throat> so many have it. It's just going to fall into my lap. No, it never does. There's got to be some intention and work behind it. So here's an example. You might have a goal to start your own company by a certain age and your goal for, for the week is to get up every morning at 7 a.m. and work maybe before your work. I did that. Working a corporate job, I built my business on the side, which meant put my daughter to bed, go back to my laptop. Long days. Sucked. Worked on my lunch hours. You got to fill in those gaps of time wherever you have it to make it happen. Because my goal to eventually have my own freedom-based business was not a dream. <laughs> it wasn't just a dream. It was a dream and a goal. So... <clears throat> Although dreams and goals are confused often with each other, many think that goals are like dreams and that they're what you want to accomplish someday, right? There's that someday word. That's the trap. Someday I want to do this. Someday I want to be a millionaire. Someday I want to be an actress. Someday I want to have four homes on all four quadrants of the United States so I can enjoy all the seasons. But this is why so many people never accomplish their dreams. They're forgetting the action part. Dang it, that damn action. <laughs> without goals, your dreams may just stay as wishes, hopes, thoughts, without any chance of ever becoming a reality. Goals are the path to take you from dreams to reality. That's what happens, guys. So let's look closer to see what the difference is kind of between goals and dreams. <clears throat> Number one, goals are something you're acting on. Dreams are something you create in your mind. All goals are based on action, like I mentioned before. With goals, a lot of focus and attention is needed. You're going to need to chunk out those times. You're going to need the baby steps. Dreams, on the other hand, they don't really need any focus. You can sit for hours and dream without doing a single thing about it. You can dream up one thing on Monday and then something different on the next day. But for goals to be achieved, the action you need needs to be specific and consistent. Again, that compound effect. Darren Hardy writes a great book called The Compound Effect. I mention it often. It's the little things that add up to big things. Number two, goals have deadlines. Dreams don't have an accomplished by date or an expiration date. Goals are something you actively work on achieving. There's lots of deadlines associated with each step. For example, I want to have my book written by June 30th, or I want to be a millionaire by the age of 40. With goals, you tend to set very clear deadlines, meaning once you've achieved that goal, you have crossed the finish line and can cross the goal off your list, right? Like I need to do this by this time and I'm really good at setting a hard deadline for myself. Then I'll work backwards to how that gets to look, what steps are needed. Do I have to write a chapter a week because I have a goal to finish my next book this year as well? What does that look like? What's bite-sized? goals look like because that's the only way to do it. When your goal is so big, it feels almost impossible. You have to chunk it up into little tiny bites, little action steps. <clears throat> Number three, there is a price for having goals and it requires hard work. And this is where most people stay stuck in dreamland and never get to that achievement stage. They're afraid of a little work. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't have to be life-sucking. <laughs> your, your life is gone. You say goodbye to your life. You don't get to see your family, friends for the next two years. Buckle down and make it happen. And sometimes that's what it takes, and I've been there. But 
it doesn't always have to be that way. You don't have to be that hard on yourself. Dreams are completely free and only require your imagination in order to be created. Goals, on the other hand, will need an investment, whether it's money, courses, time, you know, training, whatever that looks like towards your goal. What do I need to invest? Is it money of some sort, like an investment of of fees for courses or time spent at the gym? If it's your workout routine, where do I have to give up something? And that's the sacrifice that most people aren't willing to make. This is where you get to define yourself. Am I just a dream chaser or am I a goal setter, a goal achiever? That's the difference between you and most of the rest of society. Most people just stay in the dream, dream world forever. But the best part is that a result of your hard work and investments will produce results. Goals always produce. Dreams do not. Number four, dreams stretch your imagination. That's why it's so important to be the very first step. Stretch it far because I feel like we limit ourselves way too much. Way too tiny or living small. Who wants to live small? Go big. Go big. Reach for the stars. So goals are based on reality. Dreams are able to stretch your imagination, allowing you to create whatever your mind wants to. While goals stretch your capabilities, which is your character, your strength, and getting you out of your comfort zone. But start with a dream, then start chunking it up. Take pen to paper, however you want to create that goal, that game plan. That's what you get to do. And number five, ultimately dreams can inspire you. Dreams can help you envision a better life for yourself. While goals will help the world around you change by taking you further towards making your dreams a part of your reality. What I love about dreaming is it's that yummy feeling of what you get to have after the hard work. And focusing on that finish line is what's going to get you through the crappy days. Like, oh, it's going to feel so good to wake up where I've always wanted to be. Every day that gets to be my life. And while you're in it doing the work, focus on the finish line, focus on the happy, that that selfie you get to take of whatever it looks like at the end. Yay, I got there. That's what's going to push you through those crappy days, those really tough moments is the happiness at the end. When I was building my business and trying to, you know, like working corporate, raising my daughter by myself, had just literally felt abandoned and was actually abandoned by my ex-husband and had full-time custody out of nowhere. No, no warning, totally blindsided. I felt like my life, I'd just given up everything fun. But all I could think of was one day I'm going to wake up on my own terms and do my business and be a hands-on mom and have flexibility and be able to work wherever I want to virtually. That's what, what my end goal was, that dream, that reality, that selfie I wanted to take. It got me through those hard, dark, long days of being blurry-eyed in front of a laptop. It was all worth it. So here's a little test for yourself. Are you more of a goal setter or a dreamer? And here's just a few questions to do some reflection again as you sit down with your goals. I mean, as I record this, it's February 11th. It's still the new year. You still got tons of time in 2023 to do whatever you want to. I want to give you permission for that. But here's some simple questions, just kind of do some reflection. Do you find yourself thinking of your future in more specific terms rather than thinking up someday? 
do you have, have you set for yourself a solid accomplish by date? I want to accomplish this by such and such. If so, there's probably a good chance you're more of a goal setter than a dreamer. Do you write down what you desire to accomplish in order to make them stick and place them where you can easily see them on a regular basis? Again, that's the difference between a dreamer and a goal setter. A goal setter is going to write down, this is my vision board. This is my task list. This is my daily activity that's going to get me to my dream. And I'm going to see them. I put everything on my desk because this is where I, I live, my home office, all my dreams and goals, my lists, my journals, they're all in one spot. And it's because I know my butt's going to sit here at least once a day. <laughs> I'm going to see it. Number three, do you allow yourself to go on an exciting adventures in your mind's eye, in that imagination place? Do you see yourself hiking that beautiful hike somewhere in a foreign country? Do you see yourself taking that cruise with a loved one? Do you see yourself having a big, fun family Christmas in a cabin somewhere that you were able to rent and take the whole month off for the holidays? You know, like put yourself there and go bigger. Like I love to do the dream stuff with the client and sit there and go, and they'll tell me, and I'm like, okay, how about instead of a hundred, how about a hundred thousand people in the audience watching you speak? How about, how about we don't put limits at all on your dreams? That's fun because you'd be surprised how tiny we will play because it seems more achievable, number one. Number two, there's a worthiness factor behind it. If I dream bigger, but am I worthy of that? I don't know if I deserve it. I'm not in the, uh, you know, that low self-worth will sabotage it over and over and over again. Work on that piece. Number four, do you prefer getting lost in your big dreams, letting them grow and change as you do? Do you allow your thoughts to wander and create a future for yourself far from your reality? I mean, is that just dreaming or goal setting? So here's some simple practical tips and I'm going to let you go for the day and I want you to just dream. Gosh, I hope you're taking a walk right now on a treadmill or in somewhere pretty in nature while you're listening to this because there's just something about stepping away from your computer, your office, getting out in nature that just makes you dream bigger. All of a sudden you're on a mountaintop and you're like, whoa, yeah, my life gets to look like this. I hope you're listening to it this way. So let's just dive right in. Number one, I want you to visualize. It helps for you to see that what it is you're dreaming of and want to make a reality. Really think about it. Feel it. Take a few minutes each day and close your eyes and visualize your dream playing out moment by moment. Sometimes, and this is the best advice, because whenever you're working towards a goal, it gets so messy in the middle. Make sure the game plan, you give yourself room, wiggle room for the game plan to change because it will. Different doors will open. Sometimes they're not the doors you thought they were. But give yourself permission for that, that messy in the middle part because as long as the destination never changes, it's all good. Because again, those those avenues that God will go, but you're going to get there, Carrie, but it's going to look a little different than you thought. This path is a little more rugged. I get it. It's okay. The destination's the same though. So, but, but visualize it. Visualize yourself actually arriving wherever it is that you want to go in your dreams. Number two, nurture your dreams. Let them grow. I love it when people create like a Pinterest board 
or a vision board or pulling out an old vision board going, why did I put this away? I don't understand. When did I stop allowing myself to dream big? Plan it out like it's going to happen. Like it's already start a savings account for that big trip. What does it look like? And then have it close by that you see it all the time. Number three, the best practices for dreaming is giving yourself time to dream. Oh my goodness, that's a hard one. (laughs) I got to go do this. I got to do that. I got to go here. We got to get groceries. I got to pick this up. I got to pick up this child. I got to take this car to the dealership. I got to go to the dentist. I've got a a doctor's appointment at three. Oh my Lord, that is my life. I feel scheduled to death most days. So give yourself, pencil that in, yo. In fact, ink it in, use a pen. Use a pen to to write that down. Time to dream. Maybe it's during a walk. Maybe it's riding your bike. Maybe it's at your gym and you start to think about your dreams and goals. Try to schedule a few minutes every day to just let your mind wander. Breathe it all in. And don't worry if you haven't done this in a long time. Your brain knows exactly what to do. And it's okay if you're just now putting this into your calendar. In fact, I think I need to do that myself. Sipping, sipping coffee, watching hummingbirds in the backyard, and just let myself dream. You may find yourself defining your dreams and becoming more clear as you continue to give yourself more and more opportunities to dream. So my friends, I'm going to conclude with that. All those ideas you didn't think could become a reality are possible when you attach those dreams and goals together. You get to have it all. I want you to have it all. I can't wait for you to have it all. Give yourself permission and give yourself permission to dream big and then go a step further and give yourself permission to attach a goal and game plan so you get to have your best life too. I conclude with that, guys. I am cheering for you. Big hugs, big love. Go make it all happen. Hi there, friend. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and double check that you're subscribed or following. And if you've got a quick 30 seconds, It would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star review and share what you specifically liked about this episode. 